Good evening, Bill. Good evening, Stanley. Hello, listeners, to um, a somewhat remote episode of the BS Car Guys podcast. Um, and by somewhat remote, I mean Stanley is in his normal re- recording location, and I am on the road. Yeah, and with a weird background. Is that really behind you? Yeah, it's a weird corner, and then this is like the blind for the window, which I pulled down because it was just there was a lot of backlight behind me. It wasn't very good. So, did you notice it has a, a whole bunch of numbers on it? Yes, it's basically like the matrix code. This is supposed to be like some uh, hip new funky hotel by Hilton called Aloft. Maybe it's Marriott. I think Marriott owns it. Sorry, Marriott. Feel free to sponsor us. I'll talk more about your hotels. Um, yeah. So anyway. Yeah, that's weird. <laughs> yeah. I, um, new hotel yeah. on the waterfront down here in Wilmington. Yeah, Wilmington. Yeah, the remote location of Wilmington, North Carolina. Yeah, remote. Anyway. Um, so uh, we're going to talk about something that happened to Bill. Uh, I know I know he you like to hear his voice, so he's going to uh, talk a whole lot about it. And I'm going to make gasping noises and oohs and ahs and it's like uh, probably a couple of what the H's. And now saying that, Bill, you sent me a couple pictures and you owe me I don't in this instance the audience couldn't know, but you owe me an explanation of those pictures. <laughs> what was in that? All right, so here's the situation. So you, you know, as some of our listeners may or may not know, um, I, I work for a machine tool manufacturer. Um, well, I, I sell several different brands, but our big bread and butter um, machine tool is Haas. And um, Haas is not only a, a big name in machine tool manufacturing, but also in, in racing. So Haas has a presence in uh, NASCAR with Stuart Haas Racing. And then of course, being the only U.S. Um, Formula One team, um, they have a f- representation in Formula One. Uh, you know, if you watch Netflix and the F1 Drive to Survive show, um, you know, Haas's Formula One team is kind of painted as sort of mid-pack underdog. Um, mm-hmm. I will say, though, being a mid-pack team with the smallest budget in Formula One is an accomplishment. It's just not what, you know, I think the team would like to do better. But um, anyway, they do the best they can. And uh, and so I'm a fan um, of all things motorsports, whether it's NASCAR, Formula One, rally, whatever, um, vintage car racing. Um, an opportunity came up for a few select customers and their salespeople, respectively, um, to attend a a taping of an event at the Charlotte Motor Speedway on Monday the 9th. Um, I entered a few customers into the drawing of getting to attend, um, as did a lot of our folks, and Anyway, I was fortunate enough that one of my customers was selected, so we were going to be able to attend. Um, now, granted, this was, you know, mere hours after having returned from France. So I got in on Sunday night from France. Um, I think I finally got home to the house a little after 10 o'clock um, Sunday night, and then I had to be at the Speedway before 8 a.m. the next day 
So a little bit of jet lag in there, but made the most of it because why miss a good opportunity? Um, so anyway, so showed up at the track and we had a, a big catered breakfast. It's very nice. The race teams always go all out on food. Let me tell you, they, they eat well. Um, and so anyway, then the driver showed up. So we had um, all three of our Formula One drivers. So um, both our two main drivers, Mick Schumacher, Michael Schumacher's son, and um, stop, Kevin Magnuson. Yeah. You, you hung out with a Schumacher? Yeah, well, him and his mom. So Michael's wife was there as well. So you hold you you held out in automotive racing hung out with automotive automotive racing royalty. Yeah, basically. Um, so anyway, and then the team principal Gunther Steiner was there. Um, you know, our our backup driver um, Pietro Fittipaldi was there. Also another big name in motorsports. Yes. And then, and then his little brother tagged along too, so I even got to chat with him. He's like a kid, you know, but he races go karts and seemed like a pretty cool guy. So anyway, those those three folks were there, or four folks from F1 were there, um, and then three of our NASCAR drivers were present. Um, so it, basically, everybody but Kevin Harvick. Um, that makes sense if you're a Haas person. So anyway, and I, I just. Uh, sent you a picture I took of of all yes, five or all six helmets on the table, um, which I just thought was a cool shot with all their stuff sitting there on the table. Just you know, kind of looked cool. So um, anyway, so the driver showed up and we had a um, like a little debrief with them about who you know who was going to be doing what, what the order of events for the filming was going to be. Um, and because they were shooting a show, right? So we're just really kind of there to watch this show. And then just uh, if time worked out to do some other stuff, we were going to get to do it. Um, so the premise of the show, which is at, at this point, at us releasing this footage or this taping, um, the show has aired. So if you are like a subscriber to the F1 um, digital network you can go watch this show I don't know the name of the show or the episode or whatever they're going to call it but anyway basically the premise was and I, and I guess I'll give a backstory so um, Kevin Magnuson one of our Formula One drivers is just a, an all-around car guy right I mean I think all these guys are probably considered car guys but he's very interested in like every form of motorsports so he wants to do some like drag racing and Baja racing and he wants to race. He wants to drive a car at Daytona, um, you know, so he's just generally interested in all form of motorsports. And so I think that's really where this premise came from. So the Formula One drivers were there to experience a NASCAR um, and do like a road course in a street car and in a NASCAR. So they went out, they took turns going out in a two seat. Um, NASCAR like last year model um one of Cole Custer's cars and um did some laps of the Charlotte Motor Speedway Roval course and um mm -hmm. which is like the road course got a feel for the track the layout 
came back in, and then the they switched, right? So they systematically took turns. The Formula One drivers got to drive the NASCAR, um, and then they came back in and were just, you know, comparing notes. So that's probably what that's you'll see a lot of that in the episode if you watch it. Um, you know, them like talking about how the car handles and what's different about a 900 horsepower NASCAR versus, you know, a Formula One car that weighs probably, I don't know, 60% of what the NASCAR does. And uh, anyway, so pretty cool. Um, Even just getting to watch that and watch them come around the track. I got some pretty cool footage um, because, you know, we had like complete access to go wherever we wanted to on the track. So like I'm down there standing like right next to a barrier with a car like ripping by, you know, uh, a foot away from me like hold my 360 camera out over the track um so that was pretty cool and one of the things they had organized and arranged for the customers was that they had a series of cars from um the ford performance racing school which is there at the track uh, in charlotte Uh, so if you're interested you can go there and take like a one-day or a two-day driving course um i think if you buy a new gt350 or a Mach 1 or a GT500. For sure, the two, co- like the GT350 and the 500. I'm not sure on the Mach 1, but I think, anyway, you get like a free one-day driving school when you buy one of those cars. So they had a whole host of cars from the driving performance school there. They had um, like a rally-modified Fiesta ST with like a handbrake, like a drift handbrake in it. They had a mm-hmm. Focus uh, RS. Um, then they had a couple of just GT 5.0 Mustangs. I, I think they were like 15 or 16 models. And they had um, two GT 500s, and I think they had two or three GT 350s. Um, so we get there, and they, they have all the cars like kind of semi-circle <coughs> laid out. Oh, and they had a, um, uh, an Explorer. ST, but it was like raced out with like four racing bucket seats in it and full roll cage, and but it had some electrical problems, and so they didn't even get the track yet. But anyway, so they had all these cars lined up, and I'll send you a picture of that of on the track uh, at, on the start finish line. So we go out there, and the drivers, you know, they're filming them doing some like walking and talking about the cars and looking at all the cars, and. Uh, you know, I'm walking around with my 360 camera and my GoPros and my cell phone and just trying to get some cool footage and, you know, just enjoying myself being around all these cars and car people. And um, and one of the guys from um, from the Ford Performance School, I hear him make a comment to somebody from Stuart Oz Racing, like, hey, we need to get these cars off the track because they're going to start lapping, you know, the drivers together in the NASCAR are going to start lapping. We got to get them off the track. And, um, and I just, you know, me, I'm never one to miss an opportunity to make a comment. So I just said, oh, where are we moving them to? Which one do you need me to take? And (laughs) he said, he said, the keys are in all of them. Just grab one. We're just taking them over to the start finish line. So, so I'm, so it worked. Yeah. Yeah. It worked. Cause you, you know, you, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. Um, So, so I went and jumped in the only GT350. sport. Time out, time out. You are not allowed to make sports references. The only sport that you play it involves you in a driver's seat. 
Well, you, you miss 100% of the turns you don't take. I don't know. I, how do you make that a card? <laughs> um, so anyway, so I jumped in the GT350. I was so excited when I videoed myself in the car. I think I said it was a GT500 because, like, I was just so giddy to get in one and drive. Um, you know, full race spec, like, um, stripped back seats and roll cages and, you know, four-point harness type stuff. I was like, yeah, I'm going to drive a car. And um, so anyway, I didn't drive it very far. I'd get out of second gear, you know. But um, anyway, so we drove them over and parked them on the start-finish line. And they finished doing their TV show stuff um, and then got all the cars, like, cameraed up. And then they started taking turns, taking us common folk for ride-alongs in the Mustangs. Um, so I rode with – the first ride-along I did was – with um chase briscoe in the gt350 and it was amazing um it was it was really awesome the car you know being driven by a professional driver at 10 tenths of its ability just blows your mind what what a car like that's capable of you know yeah. whatever the 83 8500 rpm red line of that flat plane crank v8 is in the gt350 is just glorious. amazing I've got some great footage I'll, I'll share with you. Um, and I'll, I'll post all my footage and stuff online once once it can be publicly shared. Uh, currently, while during the recording of this, we are under some NDAs, so this won't be released until it's legal. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so uh, I did that, then came back in, and then they said, okay, if you've done one ride along, get in line to do another one, but you need to ride with a different driver so you can get different experience. So, yeah, it made good sense to me. Um, so Mick pulls in in one of the just standard 5.0 GTs. And, you know, I kind of wanted to ride in the GT500, but they were all pad they were both paddle shifters and all the other Mustangs were manuals. Plus it was Mick Schumacher. So I was like, yeah, I'm getting in his car. I don't care what he's driving. And uh, so I get in there with him. And, uh, you know, immediately tell him what a fan I am and, and what a huge honor it is to just even be in a car with him. And, um, and so we take off and we go around the track and he's like drifting and I'm like cheering and clapping. And like, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was really a lot of fun. Um, I noticed in, 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 in these ride along experiences that the NASCAR guys were very like hard on the cars and very like aggressive and direct in their inputs but my experience with the formula one drivers they were a little more smooth with their inputs on the vehicle so that was kind mm -hmm. of one thing i noticed um anyway we came back in and um and this is like two laps by the way it's like you know it's not like it's a big big session on a track or anything because we had a lot of people um i guess there was probably 15 of us there or 20 of us um and then come back in and then got in line for the nascar and then went for a ride in the in the nascar um with mick with um kevin magnuson driving and uh, mm -hmm. that that was truly a unbelievable experience I, I would put it up there with like maybe getting a ride in a jet fighter or you know what i mean like it's it's a car and you've experienced a car but you've not experienced a car on that kind of a level with a guy who was like i think they were running about a second and a half to two seconds off of 
the last year's lap times of the NASCAR race at the Roval. Wow. So we weren't like putting around like showboat lapping. It was that they were competing with each other to see who could get the fastest lap time out of the cars. Yeah, because that's what race that's what racers that's what people do when they're racing, you know. Yeah, that's exactly right. They race. Race car race. Cars race. <laughs> days of thunder. So, I'm just saying. Days of thunder. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and so, so after that, we went. We went over to Stuart Oz to the race shops and the Formula One and had lunch together, um, and um, and then did like a tour of the race shops, which, I mean, I've probably been to, I don't even know, 50 times uh, between working there and and doing stuff over the years. So, I kind of know my way around and kind of know this stuff. But with the new new next generation NASCAR, there's been a lot of changes. Um, and so it was kind of cool to get to see it because I hadn't been in there in a, uh, maybe like, I don't know, two years or so since the last time I did a tour for a customer in there with COVID. Um, so, you know, it's um, it was nice to get back in there and, and see people I hadn't seen in a while and, and um, get a tour of the shop and stuff. So that was pretty cool. So that was a big day. Like, um, I definitely tried not to tell a whole lot of people about it beforehand because I didn't know if I was going to make it back excuse me, make it back from France in time, um, if I was even going to get selected to go. So huge honor. You know, all, all the credit in the world to to Haas and the Stuart Haas Racing and the Haas Formula One for even hosting an event like that. Um, I think they're going to look at trying to do more stuff like that for, for customers in the future, which is a big deal. Um, even getting customers to like Formula One races, you know, it's I feel like it's gaining popularity in the U.S. They just had, the, you know, we were we were one day off of the Miami race, so naturally we talked about the race in Miami and the track conditions and you know that kind of stuff and the miniature uh, track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and, and it was just cool just to meet those guys, talk to them. Um, you know, speaking with Pietro Fittipaldi and his brother, like they live relatively close they live like an hour and 20 minutes from me and they live relatively close to the go-kart track that i like to go to so we were able to talk about go-kart racing and uh, lap times and they are way faster than me naturally <laughs> of course. But, you know and and unfortunately the whole team had to fly out like I, I i made a bet with all the drivers i just walked up to them and said you know um when we get done here today, if you guys don't have anything going on, we can go to the go-kart track and we can all race and the slowest lap time pays for the races. Um, but unfortunately they all have things to do. They don't want to hang out with me. Um, so, you know, that was that. So what you were saying is you volunteered to pay for the races to get race racers to go race with you. I mean, that's exactly what you're, you were going to lose. Oh, for sure I was going to lose. <laughs> I was willing to go home and have to explain to my wife why I had bought, you know, 14 races at the go-kart track, um, <laughs> you know, and be in the doghouse for a month. But but it was going to be worth it because who else is going to have that story in their life? It wouldn't have been a month. It's beach, it's beach time for y'all. She can't be mad at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a <laughs> or she can <laughs> yeah or she can be she just go to the beach dude um, that sounds that sounded amazing 
you sent me the pictures. I was like, what did this dude talk his way into? That's all I'm thinking. I was like, I'm not going to ask any questions because I want to know and I want to get this recorded so we can do an episode. Then you told me about the stipulation. So, but, uh, and so you guys are gonna hear it anyway. Uh, the only thing I wish uh, would uh, probably could have happened a little bit better is if you, uh, you could have got footage of you losing at go kart racing. With the <laughs> I mean, and it may work if, out. If, so. even if one of them had took me up on it, I, I'd have been there in a heartbeat. Yeah, and, and it may work out because, like you said, they they don't live that far from me, so. You never know. They might they might have took a liking to the bill and said, "Hey, let's call this guy. We're gonna hang out with him." <clears throat> but, uh, so was, and I, I I was very careful. Like I wanted to be cool, so I wouldn't like, "Hey, I do a car podcast, and you guys want to be on the podcast?" Like I I I held back. Like look at you, no self, no self Yep, restraint. Just played it cool. Um, dude, I actually, you know what? There was another thing I wish I could, uh, wish would have happened. I wish I could have been there to kind of see it. Uh, uh, obviously, I'm not as adventurous as you are. Uh, I would have never asked if I could drive the GT350 because uh, that's just not how I am. But that is exactly who you are. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, it, dude. That is that's just awesome. I don't I don't know a better way to say it. Uh, that 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 sounds awesome. So uh, so uh, when I, when am I going to get the invite to go lose to you at Gulfport Racing? Uh, whenever you're ready to come up here. Or do you only golf cart race? Uh, famous go kart, not golf cart. That's what My y'all bad. senior adults in South Carolina race to the mailbox. Hey, Hey, we 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 golf cart race here. <laughs> there's there's plenty of golf cart racing here, but uh, hopefully one day you know you can you know come down off your perch a little bit and uh, invite uh, a civilian to go uh, lose to you in go kart racing. Yeah, you anyway. yeah, and you you come on up anytime, and and we will go to the go kart track, and I will pay for your races. Um, and, and I will, I will teach you where to be on the track and what the line looks like. And I will give you as much coaching as possible. And I will get good footage of you from my helmet cam as I lap you. Really? You, that's how much faith and confidence you have in me. Oh, I'm for sure lapping you. For sure. Dude, we will wreck first. Nope. <laughs> If I pass you at twice the speed, you can't you can't wreck me. You can't wreck me. I'm gonna just go ahead and put it out there. It cannot be done. All right, you heard it here, people. Uh, uh, Bill has uh, is going to invite me up there to go uh, go kart racing, and he's gonna lose and pay for the races and lunch because he lost. You come but on. But if up. he wins, he if he wins, he just pays for the races because you know he's a millionaire. <laughs> you you yeah okay you come on up i'll pay for the races and lunch and we'll we'll even do a um we'll tour a couple of car places in town before we go you, you come on up 
You just tell me the right. date you're coming and I'll put it together. Well, you work too much, so, you know, it's going to be hard to do. We'll figure it out. Hey, I'll take a day off for you. Oh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was story time by Bill. Uh, obviously, obviously, I won't have any cool stories like that because I'm nowhere close to being that adventurous. No, nah, I'm going to have me a cool story. I'm going to go make me a cool event now that Bill has one. And uh, uh, be sure to check that out. Uh, you said you're going to post the footage on your um, on your social media? Yeah, I'll put it on Facebook. You know, I, I was thinking about this. Now it's probably not like during an episode, it's probably not the time to say this, but I guess like the BS Car Guys podcast needs its own Facebook page. So we can post stuff there. Well, cool. Let's do that. So look forward on the BS Car Guys pod, uh, Facebook page that Bill is going to make right after this. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I gave myself some more work. Yay. Yeah. Yay. All right, man. Uh, let's do this again. Uh, and, uh, Stop working so much. Go home and hang All out right. with, the, with, with the cool chicks. Yep. All right. Love you. Love you, man.